Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Welcome to Coaching with Kim segment, where I dive into answering your style, dating, and relationship questions live here on the Charisma Quotient. All right, I think this is interesting, yet not surprising. So, Did you know that men, on average, don't handle breakups in the interim as well as women? And the reason why it's not surprising is what I'm about to tell you, because research has shown that they actually look back on their serious relationships with almost a more like grass is greener perspective. They think of things in a more positive light than women do, and they also have been proven to have poor coping strategies because they don't usually have a social circle or people to confide in as much as women, especially in the short term. So lo and behold, they end up seeking other women to confide in to help absorb the pain. And so men more than women, are more susceptible to rebound connections following a breakup. Because again, women typically have girlfriends, they share feelings, and men usually kind of leaned on their girlfriend or their spouse for that role. And so in the absence following a breakup, the men long for that compassionate female ear because he realizes, you know, his dudes just aren't going to cut it. (laughs) I remember there was a a client of mine long time ago where, oh gosh, she was the rebound girl. She kept getting into these transitional romances. And her story was, is that after a sexless marriage, she finally got a divorce and she found herself looking for love and looking for excitement and sex in all the wrong places because she was craving this attention, right? So she kept meeting all these great guys. And in the beginning, she described them as charming and confident. They seemed absolutely into her and she was totally smitten by them. But there was one problem. They were all transitioning somehow. Like the first one she found out was miserably married and he was still married. She didn't know that in the beginning. And he looked at her for you know, that compassionate female helping him get out of his marriage. And then there was another one who was newly divorced and he was a father and he was actually cheating on her with someone else who she caught red handed. Oh, and then she ended up with this other guy who was just separated I don't know, maybe it was like six months and he was nowhere near divorce. So she, by the time she came to me, she kind of just chalked it up to bad luck at the time. But was it? And that is exactly what we're going to talk about today because I'm here to tell you it's not bad luck. There's actually a dynamic with this. And today I have a caller on the line who struggles with attracting these transition type of relationship. In fact, she is now in one and is worried that she may be the rebound. Welcome, Marion. Hello. Hello. All the way from France. Yes. Right? <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Um, tell, tell everybody more about you and like who you are and, and what is your situation? 
Uh, I'm 40 years old woman. I'm a secondary school teacher. And I divorced about 10 years ago now from my first husband. And I have uh, two teens, two daughters. Mm. And I'm currently dating a man who is separated for eight months. And I just hope that I won't be this rebound girl you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So tell, tell me more about this relationship. Like, how did you meet him? And, and what is it like? And, and just give me a little more flavor about him and you guys together. Okay, um, we are dating for about three months. Okay. I, I met him on the internet. And uh, first we had a coffee, then we went to a restaurant. It all started with, you know, like proper dates, I should say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, now we see each other, um, we call each other and we see each other... Um, when I, when he hasn't got his kids, so that is to say, um, once a week on the rage. So, mm-hmm. and um, and how is it going? Is it is it fun? Is it full of sex? I mean, t- <laughs> what's keeping you in this? Um, yes, it's nice, but uh, I can feel that um, I must take it slow somehow. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, that's, that's how I feel. And sometimes I feel a bit clumsy because I don't want to be his psychotherapist. or So I avoid subjects like talking about the ex and stuff like that. Good. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and um, if you want in a way, I'm like, I know what I don't want. You know, I don't want to be the rebound girl. So I'm trying not to mother him. And But on another hand, um, it keeps me a little bit... Um, I should say, like, as if I'm, t- I'm keeping my distance, you see? Uh-huh. Yeah. That is a balancing act, I must say. It is hard. And I think you're right about, you know, kind of taking it slow so that it doesn't go too fast, too soon kind of thing, um, especially when somebody is getting out of another relationship. Well, tell me, what is worrying you about him and you being that kind of rebound, has he given you any signs or things that you're worried about specifically? Um, when I've tried to find out why is it that he actually separated, he mm-hmm. is very vague. He's got no, no, he doesn't, he, he sounds, he says, he doesn't really know. No. Mm. So it made me feel like he hasn't gone over. That's that's the first clue that really worried me. Then um, mm, um, there is another thing that it looks really like he's going through a hard time. You know, he has like symptoms of like I'm really depressed at some times. Not when he's with me, but Uh some. You know, and few things he said, I can see that he's going through his um, basically his phase of getting over, but it's not done yet. Uh-huh. And because you said before that you don't want to be his therapist kind of thing. So you're avoiding, you know, talking about, you know, how he's doing and that kind of thing. So, okay. So you're kind of avoiding that situation with the ex and you're, and he's a little bit vague about the separation. 
but what I, I still don't hear like what you like about him. Like there's something that's keeping you in this. Like I hear what you're worried about, but <laughs> I still, I'm still like waiting to hear like, is there like mind blowing sex? Is there, you know Yes, I mean? yes, mind blowing sex. Okay, really- she says it finally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And we really get along. We have nice time. Um, I find he's really a sweet person. He's a good listener and we have great conversation. We spend week. Really- great time when we together it's mind blowing ah so when it's good it's really really good and then yeah. like when when you don't see him do you hear from him is does he stay in touch um yes it, uh-huh. he has he has phases um i find that in three months he's been very often ill you know mm-hmm. and i'm i'm not suspecting that it's not true but it looks like is um is really down somehow you know he's really tired he's, and he's in transition he's looking for another flat looking for another job so ah. um i you know in a way if i if i should nail it down i feel like i'm not his first priority aha uh-huh. you see that's yes. that's how i feel but i know also that for men it's really hard to be in transition professionally so you know, I don't really know how to handle that. So he's actually in two major transitions. With, yes. With, and especially for a man being in transition, you know, for his job. That's a big, big thing. Yes. And he's transitioning out of his, you know, kind of married self, so to speak. Right? Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Okay. And he's not legally divorced? No, not yet. Okay. Um, And, and you said that, um, wait, does he have kids? Yeah, he has two kids. Two kids. And how old are they? Nine and seven. Ooh. Okay. So they're also demanding ages. Yeah. One weekend out of two is having them around. So he's really involved in stuff. That's. Oh, that's right. You did say that he had that before. Okay. Wow. Okay. So what it sounds like is that when you're together, like, I don't, it's almost like he's great for like this part-time sidekick. Yeah. Is that what you want? Um, I don't mind for a while, but not long term. So let's get into you for a second. So that's him. Okay. We're clear on like a little bit of him. And obviously I'm sure there's like more to it. Tell me more about you and your previous relationships. Okay. Um, I dated quite a few guys since I divorced. You did? Oh, okay. That's good. Okay. And uh, what can I say? Mm. Have you had other relationships where people were transitioning or you were kind of the sidekick or, you know, like, is this a familiar yeah. feeling or is this a whole new situation for you? No, it's all new. I, yeah. I had a previous relationship where I was the one who was divorced ah. and was with someone. And, uh, you know, just after my divorce and I felt, now nah, it's not the right time. You know, I was just rebanding. So somehow I've been on the other side of the mirror. Uh-huh. 
you see and so um it's a bit annoying because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you can kind of see some of the signs yeah, like you remember yeah, I, I mean uh-huh. it, not everyone's the same but I knew that that was a fantastic person but I just wasn't ready to just settle definitely right. not before years and I think I was ready maybe two three years after long after we broke up we broke up so um yeah Mm. Otherwise, um, no, I, I don't think I've ever been a rebound girl before. Maybe once before. Mm-hmm. That, I didn't, that I didn't know because I didn't know the guy uh, I met was uh, single only since. Mm-hmm. Old, I think it was three months. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when, I, when, I, when he told me, then I realized, hey, no, that's not going to do it, you know. Right, I, right. Because I understood a lot of things then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And you know what? And this is, I've talked about this on another podcast. It's when you get a divorce, there's a journey that you go through, right? And Mm -hmm. you you said it's been a, what, a good 10 years, right? Since your divorce. So, (laughs) right. You, you're a veteran, all right? (laughs) You've you've earned your (laughs) You yeah, have learned well. along the way. I totally get it. I mean, I, I've been there, done that. And it's, you know, when you're coming out of the, you know, almost the fog, it, it, everything becomes clearer to you. But in the beginning, there's a lot of clouds around you. You know, you yes. just, you know, you're just trying to get through it. And so it sounds like you're in a very different place right now. Yeah. Than this guy that you're currently dating, like he, um, you know, right. He's like where you were almost 10 years ago. Exactly. He's got his, his clean, his cleaning job to do. And I can't, I don't want to, and I can't do it for him. Right. Right. So I guess what, you know, like if you were to say out loud right now, what is it that you want in a, in a current dating and relationship situation? What, oh, what would that be? Yeah. I, I see you coming. Yes, um, I want a great relationship with um, engagement. You know, mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. someone who wants to settle and build up uh, something meaningful with um, you know someone who knows what they want as well. Ah, so and, you want you want constant engagement, like feeling like you're a part of something, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You yes. want someone who knows what they want. Uh huh. Are you looking for like a full blown relationship, or are you looking for a part time kind of fun guy on the side? No, I'd like a full full time uh, <laughs> real real relationship. Yeah, not enough. How it's going right now? It doesn't suit me. Aha. Uh-huh. You see, but I'm glad you just came to that conclusion because yeah, if you yeah. didn't, I was just gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somehow I'm hoping it might move on. Let's talk about that. I think Let's that's what's keeping me. Yeah. What do you, what are you hoping for? Like, what do you think, you know, like that could possibly happen? And like, if you had this magic wand, you could wave it in the air right now and say, poof, you know, like this is, this is what I think and hope can happen with this guy. Okay, ideally, I wish he could go over his marriage, 
get his proper divorce and sit out with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not because he's got no one else or just not, not because he doesn't want to be all alone, but because it comes to a point where he say, hey, I really want to spend the rest of my life with you. Mm-hmm. How, um, and, and this, this is actually a question that relates to, I think, both this relationship and other relationships you've had, even with your ex long ago. How are you with expressing your feelings and your desires and like being more direct in, in the way that you express yourself, you know, and, and also like how that relates to your intimacy with these guys? Yeah. Um, I think I've made a lot of improvement. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I think a few times I told him, um, he had sometimes uh, dating standards that didn't suit me. So mm -hmm. for example, he was late or he was canceling last minute. So I had to really call that out. And mm -hmm. Um, I think he, he understood and he upgraded really nicely. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so in the past, has it been hard for you, like to express your needs and, and feelings in, a, in relationships? Um, yes. And set limits. Ah. Well. You know, I had difficulty setting limits. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. And I think um, in this relationship, I think right now, um, there is something like, um, maybe I'm not comfortable expressing uh, my desire to settle yet because I feel it's too recent uh -huh. and because I know he's reluctant to it mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. He's not at this phase yet. So I'm, it's like, I'm keeping up, you know, I'm keeping it for myself yet and I'm, waiting for the right time to bring this up. Do you get my point? I do get your point. How, mm -hmm. how many times in your relationships have you waited until the right moment where you kept, you know, kind of going a little bit longer than you should have? Mm. Oh, yeah, I think I did that <laughs> in the past year. It, it happened. Mm. Do you... Do you, it's, you know, and, I'm, and you'll, you'll kind of get where I'm going with this, but I, I get this sense from you that you're a caretaker and also you're a teacher, right? And yeah. you're really in tune. I mean, you have to be, especially as a teacher, with other people's needs and feelings. And it seems like you've been so busy in the past and even now currently with this relationship, navigating other men's situations and feelings where yours kind of gets thrown to the back burner until it's the quote unquote right time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because you don't want to make waves or, you know, you don't want them to get upset because there's always a situation, quote unquote, a situation, right? Yeah. Where then you find yourself either in it too long or, you know, it wasn't the right thing or your needs don't get met necessarily. Does that sound familiar? Does that resonate with yeah. you? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Can I ask you just a little bit about like your upbringing? Were you, did you grow up in a home where feelings were expressed? Is that 
something or was that something that wasn't really cultivated in your household? Mm, Not really. It wasn't really suppressed, but it wasn't really expressed either. It was like kind Mm. of unsaid, I should say. Yeah, like you, everybody kind of like maybe swept feelings under the rug and, you know, everyone was nice, but, but <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the reason why I ask is not, you know, sometimes I always call myself a little bit of a dating detective these days, um, but it's, it's more because, you know, when you grow up in a way where you're not used to talking about your feelings and used to just kind of carrying on and what you're used to is caring for others and reading other people more. Mm. it's right it's it's hard to actually find the words and ways to express yourself or even identify what's going on with you right Mm. and so I guess I guess what I want to do with you right now is help you get at that because right now what you want for your life is incongruent with the picture that you're painting with this guy Yes. Right now, yes. However, the mm-hmm. thing that keeps me going is that I see is great potential. That in the sense that potentially that's the kind of man I would like to be around. Even though I can't really figure out how he was as a husband, but you know, I feel there is a lot of good things. But it's like he's not functional yet. Right, 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 right. No, and I get that. And and not to mention the mind-blowing sex. Let's not forget that. Um, (laughs) No, no, but in all seriousness, I mean, it can be like a drug because, you know, when you're in it and you're with him, it's, it's, it's magical. But that's also a dynamic that happens. And you know this because you've been on the other side. Hmm. A lot of people in a rebound situation have mind-blowing sex because it numbs a little bit of the pain that, especially men, because they don't have a lot of outlets like women do, like I said in the top of the call. So it, it's, a, it's, it's a, an escape almost, a distraction. And, it's, and not to say that it's not real. It is. It's absolutely the, what you're feeling between the two of you is real. But be careful of that because that is something that, you know, people experience during this transitional time. And Mm. so I guess what I want to ask you is how do you feel right now? You being part-time girl, like not a priority. How is, how do you feel about that? Uh, Yeah, I don't feel good about it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel, um, um, to be honest, it wakes up um, feels in me, within me. Ah, what I, do you f- I, yeah, because I have a wound of, how, how do you, you know, um, to being given up. I don't know if it makes sense. How do you, I don't have the exact word in English. You know, it's when you have this fear to be abandoned. That's it, yeah. Uh, I know this is something major in me that is, you know, uh, explain a lot of my behaviors with men and the way he acts the, the the fact that i see him only once a week and i have only a few calls here and there it just um it triggers you yes mm-hmm. so um what is the fear of abandonment about do you know where's that coming yeah. from 
oh yeah it's coming from my dad <laughs> you know I, I yeah i had a dad that was um um how can you call that uh, he didn't have a look on me that was narcissistic you know I, I was not looked at the great that this little girl he was not not paying much attention as she said oh yeah yeah so you you didn't get his attention and he was he was he absent physically or just more emotionally no emotionally emotionally so it was like emotional abandonment yes and so this feeling that you're having right now with this guy triggers that yes and in fact i would say that a lot of the um relationships you had in the past i mean i know we don't have time to go over each one and, and actually you know if we did coaching together that's what i'd probably want to hear a little bit more like a detail but I wondered if all these guys in the past, and even, you know, a divorce in, in a way is an abandonment, have, have yes. triggered these like levels of abandonment for you. Yes, definitely. Definitely each time. Is, do you want to stop that pattern? Is, is that something you want to stop? Yes, that's, that's something I'm working out. I'll be trying to be aware of how it, I actually plays a major part in how I interact with men, definitely. Good, because it's going to start today. <laughs> it's going to start right here. And I'm going to tell you how and why. I am so glad that you said that because I was sensing there was something else going on and I, and, and I couldn't really put my finger on it. But I think you the, it was so beautiful, that breakthrough that you just had, just in terms of the abandonment feelings that you're having with this current situation is replicating what you keep experiencing over and over and over again. It's like a broken record, right? Exactly. And we all have this, right? Just so you know, like everybody listening, I've had it, like we all like replay these old tapes. I always call them MP like it, it's not an mp3 it, it's a it's an eight track it's you know it's all those old things that don't play any longer yet what the brain does is that it almost we get attracted to those situations in a weird way because it's uh, the brain's way of trying to have a corrective experience to try to fix it you even used those words i don't know if you heard yourself because you said but I think, I think that there's hope here where it can be fixed. Like it can, it can be corrected yeah. almost with this guy, right. like once he gets through it. So I think in, a, in some way, your subconscious is trying to fix this abandonment issue by yes. working on it with guys who are really not available right now. That's true. So what what this means and 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 not to say like oh my gosh like you're going to keep doing this you'll only keep doing it if you don't like put a stop to it because this isn't like coincidence that you keep encountering these situations this is something that you're getting attracted to in a way that you're trying to make things right and so you know I'm sorry about dad. And I think a lot of people have experienced like an emotional or even physical abandonment of a parent in mm -hmm. a lot of ways. But, you know, what it is, is 
trying to have that self-love and search for love in, in a healthy way, in a positive way. And that might mean some exploration in this area because you're not, you're not sure what that is because your male role model had more this dynamic, what you're used to, like even what you're in right now. It's like that kind of push me, pull me almost thing that happens, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, I'm getting the attention that I'm I'm getting somewhere and then boom, he's gone, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my God, there he is again. There he is again. Here it's, it's gone again. And that's exhausting. It's that emotional roller coaster that goes up and down. And so- (laughs) Does it, how are you feeling about all this that I'm saying? What, what are you thinking about? Yeah, it does make sense, actually. I think um, you really got it. That's something, but that's something I find, I find really hard to get out of, even though I'm aware of it. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, and so that's why, you know, usually it takes, you know, some maybe a coach or somebody else, or also just doing a little more um, work on you really knowing and deserving that you should have something different and making kind of a stance around that. So that, like you said, like how you have a hard time setting boundaries. It starts with setting boundaries with men and teaching them what you need. And that's what's going to be kind of the, the flip of the switch, if you will, because you're, you're used to dancing around them. And what I want for you is for you to show up in ways, this is what I want. This is where I'm at. And if a guy can't give it to you, bye-bye. I'll see you later when you're ready. Because you may be right. Like this guy may be a fantastic guy. I'm not knocking him at all. I mean, we've all been there in the transition stage. But given what you're wanting for yourself right now, I encourage you to like dig deep and ask yourself, is he really giving what you want or is this the old tape again? Mm, Yes. So here's what, so let's go into like what you can do. Right. Cause I want you to walk away feeling really good about this and empowered. And, you know, from here, whatever you decide is going to be good, but just knowing that you're going to make a decision of something that's right for you and not trying to fix him or make it right for him. Yes. And that, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the first thing that I want you to do is kind of where we were going right now and that I want you to write down all the things that you want for yourself. Almost, you know, make a declaration, a mission statement for the next, you know, three months. What is it that you want and that you deserve in a relationship and a dating experience? Okay. Okay. So that's going to be on one column. On the next column, I want you to kind of do a check and balance. Are you getting those things? Right? So if you're wanting someone with full engagement, now look at this current relationship. Are you in a full engagement kind of situation? No. Yeah. You want someone who knows what they want and has direction in their life. Are you, is he currently in that state? Um, No. Uh, exactly. you know, yeah, he knows what he wants in terms of value and his goals are mm-hmm. clear in mm-hmm. a way, but uh, not relationship-wise. Right. And, you know, there may be, there may be some things that, that 
he sort of has. And that usually, I mean, that makes sense in, in terms of, you know, people who are in transition. Because once you get to the other side, you've, you've been there, right? You're so much more aware and you have more like your two feet on the ground. So yes. he, may, he may see what he wants. You're like, yeah, I want to get there, but he's not there yet. Yes. So that's, again, incongruent with what you're really wanting for yourself right now. Mm. And then yes. you, you know, and then you have to ask yourself, do like a comparative analysis and look at those two lists and then ask yourself, how long are you willing to wait for this guy and wait to get your needs met? Yeah. And, and, and draw upon your own experience. How long did it take you to get through that rights of passage? Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you want to wait that long, Mary? No way. <laughs> You've already waited 10 years, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I already, yeah. Well, go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah. I already waited 10 years. And in 10 years, I, ne I never met guys who I felt, oh, I want to settle with them. Very few. Most uh -huh. of the time, most of the time I dated guys and then I realized, hey, that's not going to go nowhere. And so I just broke, broke up. And funnily, when I break up, like the guys became really insistent. But um, I met really very, very few guys, maybe three over 10 years, where I felt, hey, I could go somewhere with that guy. And he's one of them, you know, so that's, that's the reason why I find it really hard to like give it up. Yes. And do you, you see know? that what you just said is still the same pattern of the push me, pull me. You're in it, you're <laughs> in it, right? You leave the abandonment and oh, guess what? They're giving you attention. Isn't that yeah, something familiar exactly. to you? That's awful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here's the second thing I want you to do. Have okay. you ever read any books about growing up with a narcissistic parent? Uh, yes, yes, quite a few actually. You have? Okay. But maybe you, know, you have a good one to... I don't have any in particular. There's, yeah, there's, there's tons on it. And yeah, I think, you know, I just did a podcast on narcissism, I think. But, you know, it, there's an interesting dynamic when you're a child of one and that where you're constantly like that push me, pull me type of feel of love um, mm -hmm. can really, yeah, take a toll and, and tug at you. And um, I, I, I would encourage you to just, you know, like any time that you're in something and you're, you're forgetting about that to, to read stuff like that, to remind you that those are the ghosts of the past, right? Yes. Those are the gremlins that keep creeping up and, you know, that you really, you really don't have to cater to the ghosts any longer. Like, you know, you deserve love. You deserve to be in a full engaged relationship. But the other thing that I think you need to do some more work on, this is the third tip, is I think there's also fear factor for you with that. So that even if you got a relationship like that, what would yeah. you do with it? You may, and it's so foreign, you're not, you probably don't even know. So you may, you may feel safer in these almost push me, pull me, relationships rather than being in a fully engaged one only because the other one is a known entity the other is not right and so you know maybe do some more work around exploring your fears of being successful in a relationship yes. 
Yes, yes. I think you're right. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, again, I'm always here if you wanted to further explore this, you know, offline and, and, but I'm, I'm excited for you. I think, I, I think we, we caught on to something today and, and as you're going through this relationship, I really want you to do that kind of cost benefit analysis for yourself on this guy and the sex and that good feeling is the drug but when the drug isn't there, how are you feeling? And is that enough for you? Yes, it's true. Mm. Oh, how are you feeling right now? Mm. Thinking. <laughs> okay, thinking is not a feeling. <laughs> See, this is the work that I want to do with you. That's what I'm saying. Like, part of it's identifying what those feelings are in your body. So, so are you are you hopeful are you worried are you excited like pensive um, yeah i'm pensive and pensive. uh mm -hmm. yes um yeah i think i'm a bit anxious on how i'm gonna handle that yeah yeah fair enough well and that's why i think just having a good support system. And I don't know what your, you know, your social life is like and your friends and your family, like definitely solicit support with this, you know, mm -hmm. so that, but just think of this, Marion, think of how empowering it'll feel if you decide that this is not a good relationship for you and you nip this in the butt mm -hmm. before it's something that you end up staying in too long and another 10 years goes by. Yes. That you're doing this for yourself and you're not doing it for somebody else and waiting for the right time for somebody else. This is your time. Yes. But I've been waiting for someone right for so long. And, you know, I always I kind of end up quick as soon as I feel, oh, maybe I'm going to have pain or maybe it's not going to go right. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, more good, I'm more good at walking away than staying. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But, but you also like have to look at reasons why you've done that in the past and then reasons why you've stayed in the past. You know, like, I think it all goes back to this dynamic that we uncovered just now, you know, mm -hmm. the, the push me, pull me kind of thing. And, and maybe the ones you've walked away from could have been better for you, but then you got scared. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like maybe those were the good guys, you know, but you weren't yeah. ready for something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. you know, there's a tons of exercises I do with people where, you know, like almost doing like a, another comparative analysis of different relationships and doing a compare and contrast. And, you know, I think this is a time of reflection and, and a time to really look at what you deserve. And from mm -hmm. there, hopefully it'll, it'll flip the switch. And I think, <clears throat> You know, I'm hopeful for you because I, what I hear is that you're open to possibilities and feedback and willing to work on it and you're a teacher. So let's face it, you'll do homework if you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're one of those teachers who like to give homework and not get homework. 
<laughs> but anyway, well, I, I thank you for joining us and being vulnerable and coming on here. It definitely was the first step to even just like talking about some of this stuff in, in front of all these people. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for your help. Oh, you're so, welcome. you're so welcome, Marion. And this has been the Charisma Quotient. I am your host, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you are looking for more support for yourself in different situations when it comes to your love life, make sure you come check out my new private Facebook group called the Love Makeover Insiders. You'll see the link in the description below. And stay tuned until next week for more tips and how to feel and look fabulous every day.